Welcome back to the old podcast, everybody. Today we've got a special guest. We're going to visit with Casey Moratori of the West Texas Chivo Chasers, and we're going to get in depth with her about making history being the first ever goat roping at the National Finals Rodeo. On today's episode, we have Casey Moratori with the West Texas Chivo Chasers, and she's going to tell us about making history at the NFR. Let's sure hope so. I hope that's what we're going out there to do. Um, yeah, we're the we're the West Texas Chivo Chasers. Uh, we're actually the only women-run goat roping going down the road right now. Uh, we're based out of Alpine, Texas. That's out in Brewster County, far, far west Texas. Started this a couple of years ago. It's been small beginnings and just years of, you know, hard work and and blood, sweat, and tears, and faith, and here we are. We've put together this roping, and it's been a lot of fun. We get to be the only chicks going down the road doing what we do, but we run a real tight roping, and, but it's a lot of fun, and uh, yeah, that's, that's in a nutshell who we are. Of course, it's a much broader story than that, but, but get you started, that's exactly who we are. My sidekick and uh, bookkeeper, her name is Nancy Burkholder, and we call her Noodle. And Noodle, let me tell you, she uh, she's kind of the mama of the show, and she'll keep you in line and uh, keeps all the books going, things like that. I do all the announcing and uh, keep the times running, all that jazz. And uh, we have a stock contractor out of Big Lake, Texas. It's Lil Bit Rockinar Stock Contracting. It's actually an eight-year-old girl. She's a little rancher down there in Big Lake. Her granddaddy helped her start her herd when she was born, and now she has enough goats to go out and do something like this. Her parents are amazing. Of course, they do all the legwork, and but uh, we're pretty pretty fortunate to be able to say that we support a little eight-year-old girl on this stock. They're amazing goats that we get to rope. They're in the middle of nowhere on a ranch, and I guarantee fresh animals every time we rope, and it's been a lot of fun getting to work with them. They've been new to the operation this year, and uh, we're tickled to get to rope with those guys. They, they're quality. We are, we're pumped about them. Her daddy usually does the, the flagging and, you know, things like that, so we all get to work together. It's been a lot of fun. So let's start at the very beginning and how okay. how you guys, your group, your production company, so to speak, how, how did you all get started doing this? So I've been announcing and bookkeeping over the last 10 years, longer than that. And it's just something, you know, when you live out in Alpine, something you pick up on the weekends, whatever, go to a team rope and announce. I've had lots of people I've worked with and I'd worked with another goat roping as well and, you know, ran his books and did all that work. I quit him a couple of years back and, you know, just kind of didn't have a roping, didn't really have much I was doing, and I really missed it. I truly missed goat roping. I like it. You know, I'm hollering louder than anybody else in the crowd when I announce, and, you know, uh, I missed it. And it kind of hit me one day, like, well, if you miss it, do it. And the more I got to thinking about it, I, I really liked it, wanted to start it. And so I kind of prayed on it and started talking to a couple of people, nothing real serious, just, hey, I want to start a women-run goat roping. What do you think? That kind of deal. And 
within a week, I had a meeting with a very dear friend of mine, Troy Calloway, and he is no longer with us unrelated meeting and by the end of the meeting he asked me what else I was up to in life and I said well funny you asked told him about the girls run roping and by the end of it he was in we had all of our startup funds to you know buy the arena and get the goats put together and all that jazz and that's how it started it was real slow beginnings oh man real slow beginnings uh we had real low turnouts there (laughs) at the at the get-go but over the last couple of years, you know, that's something we worked on and, and built up. But um, I met Nancy, actually, the lady that works with me now. We actually host the only goat roping at the Chili Cook-Off. And we've been doing it since year one. That's down in Terlingua. It's really a historical chip, a cook-off. You know, it's the granddaddy of them all. And we get to go down there and have some fun, rope some goats with some chili cooks and really cool people, honestly, from all over the world. And that's where I met her. And, you know, a couple months after that rope and I needed some help. And I thought, man, I think that lady would help me out. And she's been with me ever since. And uh, she has been undoubtedly like a key component in the beginnings of, you know, the Chivo Chasers. I'd been doing it for a minute. But uh, when she came on board, man, I had my my right-hand man, uh, she actually calls herself the McMahon to my Carson. You know, she's a real cut-up. But uh, anyway, uh, that's how we kind of got started. And we have had so many ups and downs. I don't think I have to explain what this year has been like. You know, this past year, oh, we yeah. roped almost every weekend of the summer. Uh, we were scheduled to rope every weekend this summer. And in retrospect, I think that uh, – COVID was a bit of a silver lining blessing for us because, gosh dang, that was going to be a hard summer. We were supposed to drive over 12,000 miles. And so, uh, obviously, that all was squashed. We were able to put together five at the end of this summer. But, um, you know, at the end of it, uh, now we're getting to do something bigger. We're actually getting to go to the NFR and and put on a 10-day rope in and – yeah, this year has been really crazy. I might mention too, gosh, the before the pandemic broke out, about three or four days before, uh, that's when our business partner died, uh, Troy Calloway. It was a tragic accident, actually, and uh, there hadn't been a day that goes by that we don't think about him and his family. He was a really, really special part to this. He was a really great businessman. I learned a lot from him. But he also really loved the fun of the goat roping. And he way loved the idea that he was the only guy that was behind the only girls. You know, it was really a a selling point for him. You know, he loved it. He dug it. And, um, oh, he goes with us to all of our ropings. When you enter up, there's, you know, a little little memorial to him. And uh, we carry it around. He always called it. We had it before he passed, but uh, it's a little picture of him, a little cutout. And he called it Tiny Troy. And, you know, he's always going to be with us. And uh, that's been hard. You know, then, you know, the pandemic happened. That was tough. Uh, Had to sell all the goats. That was tough. You know, Uh, that's where the new stock contractor came into later on in the year. So you talk about a business that COVID tried to murder, Oh boy, it's been us. And but we've we've pushed through it. We've uh definitely worked our tails off to put together this last event of this year. And uh we're hoping to blow it out cuz 
there was a moment there this year that we didn't think we were going to keep going. So this has really all been an absolute blessing. But, but yeah, that's a little bit about our origins. We're we're ready for all of this. Everything that we've worked towards at this point, um, gosh, the ups and downs, uh, everything you have to learn that you think you know, you don't know when you start getting into this. And, you know, we've learned through trial and error, you know, even down to how to load the trailer with the panels just right so nothing moves and all that jazz. Um, we haul all this stuff ourselves. Now we have a contractor. We don't have to haul ghosts anymore, but Last year, we were rolling in a Fleetwood Tioga Class C motorhome with the bumper pull off the back, and we had we'd throw the goats in the bottom, and we'd stack the goats on, or and stack the panels on top of them, and shoot in the back. All that, you know, we had a whole rig, you know, set up for it, and it always made me laugh. We'd show them, they'd say, "Where are the goats? They're in there. They're buried right now, but they're in there, you know." and um god we've we've worked our tails off for it you know we set it all up we do it all all the marketing all the advertising uh you'd be surprised what goes into putting on a good goat rope and not not just a backyard deal those are fun too i love those but uh what we're going for here is you know something bigger better payouts you know that kind of thing make it something everybody can get in on too and Anyway, I'm hoping we're doing a good job. I think we are, so we'll find out. <laughs> well, and to time with what you were saying about putting on a good goat roping, a good production, uh, for anybody that may be listening and, and think that we are just talking about just randomly going out there and roping your neighbor's goat, <laughs> um, why don't you take a minute to explain to anybody listening um more or less exactly basically what a goat roping is because um, I'm, I'm sure Sorry. there will be someone out there that just imagine a bunch of crazy drunk team ropers <laughs> going door to door just roping random goats. Well, I'll tell you that that's not far off some of these ropings, but no, I can't, <laughs> but <laughs> well, do I, do I really? Um, mm. No, goat roping. So for those who don't know, um, it's actually been around a really long time. It originated in round pins. You know, everybody, a lot of cowboys had a round pin, you know, and still do. You know, that's nothing new. Uh, but goats originated roping them, team roping style, heading and healing them. That kind of started in the round pins, and it's grown from there through the decades. Uh, just recently, in the last couple of decades, it's really become more of a production, you know. Uh, but what it is, it's it's team roping. Just like you would see at any team roping or rodeo, you know, you have your header and your healer. The only difference being that you're roping a goat, number one, but also you're doing it on foot. And so that eliminates the horsemanship altogether. And, you know, it's it's really funny the the people that can get out there and really actually they're great team ropers, you know, they're really good at this, but they won't be swinging a leg over a horse anytime soon, you know, so it's really fun to see people get out there and actually learn it and try it. I've had kids step in the pen that it was their first rope in to win ever, you know, and it was on these little goats and stuff like that. And anyway, yeah, that's about goat roping. It, it's footless or it's horseless goat, uh, goat roping. That's what it is. It's team roping it at its best. So, and you're roping real fast goats when you come to my ropings. Uh, these are super healthy ranch stock. 
And it isn't for the faint of heart, but, man, it's fun to watch. It is. Right now our arena record is a 1.37. And I actually clocked a 1-1 the other day, but they slipped a leg. You know who you are. I hope you're listening. But, uh, anyway, that would have been fun to clock a clean time on, but it still sits at a 1.37. And we allow a crossfire, you know. We let you rope them fast. You know, get out there. Let's make some good runs. You know, we didn't come here to to let you rope a bunch of soggy nannies. You know, this is a competitive roping, and you know we give good payouts for that type of thing. So, so anyway, yeah, that's that's go roping in a nutshell. So it's gotten a lot bigger than it used to be. That's for sure. Uh, with your guys' production, I'm, I'm assuming you guys don't stick to like say a traditional numbered system. Do you care to go more no. in depth as far as as far as your um, I guess best way to put it would be your classes, so to speak, that folks can enter you know, and rope in? Absolutely. You know, this rope in that we'll be putting on in Fort Worth, which I'll talk more about that here in a minute, but um this is an open. Straight up, it's an open, you know, and just like in team roping, you know, you're gonna have all levels that can enter that. You know, mm-hmm. but what we normally do, you know, if we face something like that, you'd run an amateur in an open. There isn't a number system, you know, that doesn't exist. And be, to be quite honest, I dread the day that someone comes up with one because, oh, man, how are we going to judge that? You know, how are we going to know? But <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> well, that's going to be a whew, fun day, fun day right there. But anyway, uh, what we normally do, if we face that, it would be an amateur and an open. But at a lot of our events, we also love to run a kid's rope in. And on those, I pay back 80% on them. I don't like making money on kids. It's not my thing. You know, I'll work with grownups all day long. But those little guys, man, we're teaching them how to rope. We're teaching mm-hmm. them how to enter, listen for their name, not over-enter, and have their mom get mad at them, you know, when they see their tab, you know, stuff like that. But, you know, these little guys, I'm more interested in helping them learn the game and learn how to, you know, treat your bookkeepers because that's important. All good team ropers know you better that be doing the girls in the office. Very important. Yeah. That is Take a note, all you team ropers listening. Yeah, listen. <laughs> we were on the show, man. But, uh, no, and so for the kiddos, I do that. And, Lately, you know, it depends on, you know, the the level of roper that those kids are. You know, it's real difficult to, to heal these super, super fast goats. And I'm not saying there aren't kids out there that can do it because they're dang sure are. They're deadly, man. But, uh, you know, when it comes to most of those events, we do a breakaway for them. And we have a lot of success with that. Those kids love it. It helps build their confidence. They're a little more, you know, able to, you know, make those catches and, you know, keep that confidence built up. And uh, that's what we like to see. We also run uh, women's roping. And it's women only. And we have a lot of fun with those. Oh, gosh, you can hear us from here to kingdom come whenever we put on a women's (laughs) rope. And they're a hoot. We actually get those mamas that have been coiling up the ropes for the kiddos and getting heels down all the time, you know, dragging around the snacks and the lawn chairs and all that. They get to turn loose and actually get out there and chase some goats. And we have so much fun with that kind of crowd. And, you know, and that's another one. It depends on the crowd. If we have some good team ropers, we'll make it a team rope. And if not, it's a breakaway. You know, we, 
the fun thing is we can play with that. You know, we can go different ways with how we put those on. And, and uh, we've had a lot of fun figuring that out. So, and it's something we'll keep working on and, and adding different things. We've, uh, we've even done scrambles before, you know, whoever gets their sheep or goat or whatever it is that we have out there for them in the pen first, you know, and, and that kind of thing. So it's keeping it fun, keeping it light. And, and, uh, but yeah, when it comes to that number and all that, Oh God, I do. I dread that day, but until then, you know, it'll be amateur versus an open, you know, that's kind of how we'll handle that. So. Well, let me ask you this question. You, you say, uh, that you guys offer a, a breakaway class. How have the actual, well, that's probably a bad wording. How have breakaway <laughs> ropers themselves responded to your guys' events? Do you, see, do you see those gals turn out and, well, turn out's also bad. Not work. yet. But, <laughs> Not yet, but really? I hear some rumors about Fort Worth. Yeah, we haven't actually been able to get close to those regions yet with the breakaway. Mm-hmm. We've only had a couple because, again, all of our events were canceled this year. You know, mm-hmm. so we've only been able to have one. And we haven't, that's actually fairly new, you know, to what we do, that per, that particular aspect. We were team roping last year. The breakaway is brand new this year. And so, um, yeah, so I'm tickled. I hear there might be some breakaway ropers up there where we're going. And, oh, I hope they come over because those girls can rope. I'm ready for it. Um, but, yeah. I'd love to get in, you know, in line with, you know, a breakaway region, you know, where you have some good breakaway ropers because this is definitely oh, yeah. their game. No question, especially these fast little goats. Woohoo! Mm-hmm. You're ready, man. These suckers run. They're fun to watch. Really fun to watch. They stay honest. So I feel like we need to kick up some added money there if, if you have some breakaway gals show up and, and show the boys how it's done, maybe. Oh, well, <laughs> it's funny you should ask. We are planning, you know, it's funny, rodeo fashion this year, oh my goodness, Rocky Mountains are like a thing again, and (laughs) we're actually planning an 80s ladies night, you know, where if we get some girls up there and, you know, in those winning slots, that there's a little perk to the pot for them, you know, that kind of deal, Um, we can do that, we're the chicks, we can totally do that, but it, you know, my mom, actually, a little backstory, she owned, back in the 80s, her own clothing company. So entrepreneurship oh, really? is not lost on me anyway. But um, anyway, she did. She had her own clothing line back in the 80s, back in the golden ages, you know. And she even made tour clothing for Janie Fricky and Sweethearts of the Rodeo. So it turns out one of her good girlfriends, has a vault, a literal fireproof vault full of these clothes that my mom made back in the 80s. And so she's going to be bringing up some of those. I'm going to, and we'll, of course, advertise it. You know, we just came up with the date today. We're planning this thing while I'm talking to you. I probably have everybody trying to get a hold of me right now, you know. But but anyway, yeah, we will. We will be having a night for the ladies. Uh, It's going to be the 7th. That's going to be the night. So any of you girls that you've got a hold of, got a hold of some Rockies this year, that's the night to wear them. It'll be uh, the seventh in Fort Worth. I've got three pair myself. So yeah, we're coming out. We're striding out on that night. Got my Larry Mayhans already. You know, 
you can't go under or under prepared for that night. So anyway, but yeah, we'll do something for them that night for sure. Yeah, I definitely feel like we're moving back towards the the high waist and and the taller crowns. Mhm. Yep. Yep. Oh yeah. So is, is your uh, oh, your little are... added extra money there? Is, is that going to be sponsored by Aquanet? <laughs> yeah, and Virginia Slims. No, <laughs> we are not affiliated with Aquanet or Virginia Slims. <laughs> Well, I was actually I was actually going to make a joke that I, that I hope you that uh, I hope the <laughs> your venue is well ventilated that night because it's gonna oh be man stuffy with, you know we're outdoors we're outdoors we're good <laughs> and, and you know it's right funny I keep yeah oh yeah it's gonna be great we actually we have a giant awning that we're gonna cover the arena with it's huge it's self supporting so you can get in there and swing a rope and all but. uh but anyway, yeah, it's it's going to be a heck of a deal there in Fort Worth. I'm pumped. I can't believe it. So, I mean, I, it just mentally in my mind, I envision, and I know I'm going to catch hate for this, and, you know, part of our brain <laughs> is we're, we're kind of the smart asses in the Western world. We're, we're the ones that just showed up to the team rope and practice to drink beer, and when you mess out, we tell you what you did wrong. But all we brought was a cooler. But uh, yes, and your knowledge, my, your knowledge, right? It's it's free. I'm not even charging for it. But in my mind, all I'm all I'm imagining is the uh, the fashionistas that are oh, I want to go to the goat roping, and I I need I need a hundred bucks. I need another hundred bucks. I need a hundred, another hundred bucks, and you're just gonna have yep. You're just gonna have bell bottoms and and Charlie one horse hats flying left and right in the goat pen. Bring it on, girls! Bring it on! Bring it! Oh, Bust yeah. out I, them Rockies. Oh, yeah. It's going to be all 80s country, you know, that night, all that good stuff, all our good favorites will be playing. Oh, yeah. And I, I have to apologize. I keep misspeaking. It's not night. We're roping in the daytime. I don't. We normally rope at night, so I keep <laughs> saying that wrong. We are roping in the daytime, and that's actually not a normal time for us. So, anyway, I'm having to get used to that. I, I need to quit saying that, but. Well, it's the first ever oddball year, so, you know, it, it happens. It happens. It happens. Yeah. I mean, it has definitely been a weird year. We're psyched to be at this point, though. We could have ended it very gloomy, so I'm I'm glad where we're at. Yes, it's it's been tough on everybody, uh, especially the, the rodeo mm-hmm. world, the ranch world, the beast community. It's uh, it's uh, I'm ready for all the awkwardness, the weirdness, the mask, the germic. I want it to all yep. disappear like yesterday would have been okay with me. So, but you know, absolutely. Um, but what better year to to uh, I'm going to say premiere or debut this because I have a feeling it's going to be such a success that obviously you guys are going to Vegas for 2021. Um, oh, let's hope so. Start the hashtag now. Go Cup Vegas. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's got marketability all over it. I mean, I, I want to agree with you more. <laughs> I, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind seeing a few goats loose drinking out of the fountain there. You know, but, oh, it's a Bellagio. So, you know, it's funny. Yeah. We have actually we have a mascot goat. All right, so we have this mascot goat. His name is Larry the Chivo. Look him up. He has a hashtag. 
He's about the coolest goat ever. Worthless. I mean, the goat's worth nothing, but he's just, he's one of those cool goats with a cool personality, you know, and last year he was our lead goat. He'd, you know, lead all the goats in, you know, stuff like that. Man, super helpful goat, just like what you'd see at an auction barn and awesome. Well, then he had COVID hit and my dang lead goat got out of practice and now he gets, he'll get him up to the gate and turn around and want to fight them all. So now he's just arm candy at this point. He's worthless. And so, <laughs> but no, we love Larry DeChivo and, Oh, yeah, we're planning on getting around the stockyards with him and taking some pictures. You know, he needs his picture with the bull, you know, and all that. And so maybe if we get him to Vegas one of these days, we can let him, you know, go to the Bellagio or something. <laughs> go to the pyramid. I don't know. <laughs> well, you just remind Larry, there is a barbecue pit if he doesn't want to behave. Oh, oh, you can't tell him <laughs> that, man. He, he bites. He bites. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, yeah. You got to watch him. Oh, it's a funny deal. He'll If you bend over anywhere around him and going to take a picture, you know, something like that, I see it happen all the time around the arena. He will get you. He'll bite you right on the buns. And uh, it's real funny, though. He's he's great, though. Then you can turn around, scratch him behind the ears, and he's happy as a lark. He just wants you to pay attention to him, you know. And, oh, he's a funny goat. He really is. My daughter, I have an eight-year-old daughter that, uh, oh, she gets out and spars with him, you know. They'll run and buck, and, oh, it's hilarious. Get it? Hilarious. So. <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to take a quick break here. If you want to, go grab your beer or go make sure you turn the water off to the stock tank, and uh, we'll get back after it here in just a second. Well, I was going to say, before we get to the big enchilada, do you want to visit a little bit uh, about your, um, I'm going to say, the one and only in the world stock contractor that you guys use? Man, so these guys came on board. We'd had to sell our goats earlier this year. You know, it was a sad deal. COVID sucks, all that. But, you know, uh, we kind of thought we were in with another outfit and all oh, that wasn't going to work out. And these guys kind of heard through the grapevine that we had a production, but with no goats, you know, and we'd already made friends with them before. It's not like we were strangers, actually. They, uh, they've been uh, huge fans of what we do. Um, I'll name y'all. I'll name them right now. We've got Gilbert Lotta and Kobe Booth, Ralph Martinez. And all the girls, all the wives that come along with them, too, Michelle, Deanna, you know, Katie and Lana, all them, they, as a family, these guys are awesome. They all have come together to help us get through this season. Well, turns out Miss Brindley, sweet Brindley, um, she has these goats. And we had talked to them about, man, we'll help you put together the goats no matter what. And nobody really thinking about the fact that, we would use those, you know, it was something, it was a separate deal, you know, they were just going to buy them outright. And, you know, after a minute, people got to talking and you know what, let's, let's do this with her goats and, you know, make this about her. And, you know, this could even be something if we build her up as a stock contractor, one of these days, that could be her career, you know, oh, as yeah. a stock woman, you know, there's definitely a budding market to be had there in stock contracting oh, yeah. and goat roping, but 
But anyway, you know, the more we talked about it, the more everybody got excited and interested. And, you know, that's where we're at with it. Brinley, she's the sweetest little thing on earth. And, um, oh, man, she's our she's our goat boss. You know, she has little T-shirts that she's had printed up for, you know, this event that say goat boss on them, you know. And it's something <laughs> she sells to all the other little goat roping kids. And, oh, yeah, she's cool. They made her a belt buckle and all that, you know. Um, she uh sweet little thing we'll actually one of the nights at the you know or one of the days there i did it again one of the days in fort worth <laughs> we'll actually be donating a portion of our proceeds to the children's miracle network sweet brindley she uh you know she shouldn't be with us right now um she had a heart problem that was very major as a child or as a baby she's still a child but um and through the grace of god she had has survived that and so we're going to definitely be donating to that they were a foundation that really helped her family through that time and so uh she's a great kid she's awesome an absolute little angel and uh we're tickled to get to work with her her parents are just hands down the best and so yeah i mean what a cool deal right eight-year-old girl as your stock contractor i'll tell you what guys are easy on the goats when you rope our goat, you, I mean, if any of you headers get a front leg in there, you better drop it. That's an eight-year-old goat. Uh-uh. <laughs> you don't want to stretch them too hard, you know. And anyway, it uh, it keeps everybody honest <laughs> on the livestock. So. <laughs> well, have you have you told her to walk around poking and prodding people with a with a cattle pot or rattle paddle yet? Oh no, man! You know, in this day and age, you will not find a hot shot around our arena. No, sir. No, sir. We uh, we uh, handle our our animals ourselves, and uh, you know, we have had you know some run-ins with some people that were fond of animals, and uh, you know, didn't really like what we were doing with them, and so it's not something that us in the world of rodeo, team roping, any of it like to talk about but it's a truth to what we do and it's a major focus of ours. And um, we do oh, yeah. not use a hot shot on our animals. We don't have to. Oh my gosh. They leave, they leave big time. So there's no need for it. Um, and then when it comes to, you know, if you do get a front leg in there, you better drop that rope. I'll call you out. I have no bones. I'll make no bones about it. I'll call you out on the mic. And, and if you do drop your rope, throw your hands in the air and, and I'll make a good example of you, too. You know, um, we just have no intention of giving goat roping a bad name. We're very serious mm-hmm. about the health of our animals and, and things like that. And so I know I know that started off as a joke and it kind of got serious there for a second. But, I mean, you know, I do need to make that clear. I know there's some people that, you know, they really love goats in, in a different way than we do. And um, nothing wrong with that. And goats are awesome animals. But... It's hard for some people to understand why we do what we do. It's mm-hmm. part of our culture. It's something that's been done for generations. And you talk to a lot of those pros out there, they'll tell you that's how they started roping was on goats, a little goat on a pivot, you know. And, you know, I've seen some really cool quotes by some of those big guys that, you know, that's how they started. So so anyway, but, yeah, sorry. I know I, I took your joke and turned it serious there. But, but no, oh, no, I, no, I do have to You're... make that point, though. Yeah. No, you're so. you're fine. Another driving force behind kind of our brand mm-hmm. and what we do is is uh, we like to push advocation because in yes. our minds the um, I don't want to use ignorance because it's kind of a harsh term, 
but it, mm-hmm. in our mind, the average everyday consumer does not know, understand, appreciate, or care to know or understand or appreciate what it takes to get that product to the grocery store shelf. And True. It, it would not surprise me if a lot of folks, and I'll kind of pick on city folks here, but it would not surprise me at all if you said, hey, did you know there's a real cowboy that saddles his horse at 4.30 every morning and, and rides miles and miles a day to go check on cattle and fix fence and stock tanks and windmills and whatever else needs done if the road department motor grader breaks down in front of their saddle house, they'll most likely pitch in and help get it running again. Uh, so that's, mm-hmm. you're, you're perfectly in line. That's kind of a little soapbox <laughs> that we like to carry in our back pocket because not yep. only, in our opinion, do a lot of consumers not understand what it takes, but the fact that we do this and we live this lifestyle because we want to. Yes. None of us are yes. doing what we're doing to get rich. I've, I've yet to meet a cowboy that said, I'm going to retire at 35 and move to Florida. Um, maybe 85. Wouldn't that be neat? Oh. Wouldn't that be cool? <laughs> what, what You mean live in a world where, where yeah. cops and EMTs and teachers and cowboys and farmers were treated yep. with the same respect as influencers and celebrities? That'd make my day. <laughs> Probably not going to yep. happen, but, you know, it's it's a novel idea. So no animal welfare is uh, in in our opinion any chance you Premier. can get to to advocate or educate take it. I would say that also that's another reason why livestock is so important to us. And I'm not dogging other goat opens when I say this. Shoot, guys are trying to do what they can to get down the road, you know. But mm-hmm. you know I've seen goat opens with pygmy goats, things like that. Man. That, that's just not appropriate in my mind, you know, and so I don't even, I don't even know how you get a heel loop down there under one, but, you know, what we're trying to put together that, that, you know, Brinley's family is focusing on is actually kind of more developing a, a mm-hmm. goat that's intended, you know, for goat roping and, you know, a, a lot like the Corriente market. It's exactly mm-hmm. like that. You know, you, we already have a model, you know, for something like that and kind of what you'd expect to an extent, you know. And so that's actually where we're at and what she's trying to do, you know. And thank goodness she has great people at the helm. You know, her granddaddy pods, uh, you know, it's his ranch, and that's where he keeps all the livestock. And um, he's the one, you know, that we kind of had to talk old pods into doing all this, and he was on board. and. <laughs> I think he's getting more and more on board every day. We love you, Pods. Thank you. And anyway, but um, but yeah, that's a huge focus. You know, getting the right mm-hmm. livestock in there too is a huge part of animal safety. You know, you mm-hmm. stretch out a little pygmy goat, man. I, I don't want to wa- I don't even want to watch that. You know, yep. and so um, that's why that's why we think about that. You know, we rope good, strong Spanish goats. Sometimes they have a cross in them. You know, but Overall, the direction that we're going will be a solid Spanish herd, you know, and they're just such a good, hearty animal and, um, you know, and still good mamas and all that. And, you know, it's just a, it's a good animal, you know, to have in your herd and um, shoot the resell on goats. I don't think I'm telling the people anything they don't know. Whoo, watch the goat market. Wow. 
unbelievable. Mm-hmm. It, it really is also a, a great, the only market really right now that's doing any kind of good. I'm man, I feel for my cattle ranching friends that, whoo, it's been bad. You know, you've seen a lot of, a lot of guys having to sell cows. You know, not not being able to keep it together. And so, man, it's, I'm glad we're in a market that's still very lucrative and, and whatnot. So that makes it easier to, you know, justify having these sizes of herds and things like that. So. Yeah, it's, it's been a tough year, but uh, I think what you guys are doing is just cooler than the cloth bread, especially the way she's, she's developing her, goat herd like yes. you said akin to the Corrini that we we know today um you know mm-hmm. a lot of us can remember quote unquote back in the day you'd look at some stuff in the open pen and you're like that's got a lot of herford in it um <laughs> are you sure that thing's Absolutely. gonna turn oh yeah sure sure if you jerk hard enough he'll turn okay right <laughs> yeah 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 it's like it's about you know, consistency and yep mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Going to take another quick break here, and when we get back, we're going to discuss roping goats at the NFR. Let's get into the big enchilada. Um, Goat Cup 2020 taking place during the NFR, December 3rd through 12th at the Stockyards. So we together. (laughs) So uh, like all things goat roping, there's like we're like on Plan F, you know, at this point. But um, so we kind of had a guy that was saying he could get us in with like Cowboy Christmas and all of that, you know. So we kind of started planning it. Man, that could happen. We'll see what happens. But that really didn't come to fruition. But we had been planning for two weeks, you know, and it said it was that moment of all right, do we go for it and try to do this on our own or do we just give up? Because that was the alternative, you know, and we decided to go for it. And the first phone call I made was to Billy Boggs and, oh, man, they were awesome. I I really look forward to maybe getting to work with them in the future. And we're definitely going to go over there and harass them a little bit while we're there. But uh, turns out, you know, they're having a viewing party in their arena. It wasn't going to work out. All right. So we went to River Ranch Stockyards, and it was a yes. Right away, they have an arena out back. It's just around from the stockyards. Um, We -hmm. are going to cover the arena. Uh, We do have a big awning that will cover it. And, uh, yeah, we're bringing a ton of fresh goats. We're going to rope 200 teams a day. We're going to keep it small on purpose. We're not diluted. We know we're not the only fun thing to go and do during the NFR. It's an awesome area. All the stockyards, all the cool bars and restaurants and different things to do. And so we really wanted to keep it small to just kind of get in there. Let's do some roping. I'll pay you well. And then on you go, you know, you won't miss your dinner reservation, you know, before the show or whatever. And so, yeah, that's what we're going to do. Um, it's going to be $50 a man, Dan, or, you know, you don't go to to this venue and not, you know, go with a $20 goat rope in, you know. This is a little bit higher, but it'll definitely be a bigger payout. Um, we're adding 
$10,000 to the entire 10 days. So it's going to be a thousand extra added money each day that we are there. And we're also giving away buckles featuring our logo, which is a pinup cowgirl. She's awesome. Her name is Lynette. Um, it's a really, really cool buckle in a day where everybody gives away buckles. This one really stands out. And uh, we'll give her away to the High Money team for all 10 days. And then we also have a coat saddle that we've put together that that's our High Money Roper, the guy that clears the most cash, you know, for the week. And we're tickled to get to put together that kind of a prize package. You know, if we fill our teams every day, we're going to pay out a total of $130,000. You know, that's a big number for a goat roping. This is uh, definitely not your average goat roping. Um, we've really tried to make this different and put goat roping on a stage that it deserves. You know, all us goat ropers, we've been kind of that laughing stock for a long time. Everybody's got their goat roper jokes and whatnot. But truly, we're seeing... You know, there's areas I haven't hit these numbers yet. God bless, but there are some ropings that are pulling 2,500 teams, 1,100 teams. You know, things like that. Um, I feel like we could have gotten a big chunk of that this summer had we been able to. But man, alive, the sport is truly growing, and it's fun to see that happen. And so, yeah, we want to set a trend for it from here on out. You know, go roping's a thing. Deny it or not, it is here to stay, and there are enough guys and gals going down the road making good money at it. You know, we know a ton of guys out in the Permian Basin. Y'all know who you are. They go to all of them. Anytime there's one going on, there they go, and they make money, you know, just like a team roper, and they just don't have to haul a horse. So they've kind of figured it out, and we want to keep it that way. You know, go roping isn't going away. And so uh, we're we're tickled to get to put it on a stage like this because we know that this is the way it can be. You know, this is definitely a, a direction that it's going. And, you know, we feel like we're the ones to usher it in. You know, we, we run a really fast roping. You know, like I said, I've been an announcer for a long time. And I'll get you in and out of there. You won't have to stand around for five hours at a goat roping, you know. But uh, not at this deal anyway. But, uh we at the same time have a whole lot of fun, you know, with what we do. We're the women of West Texas, you know, that's why we kind of belong on this stage. It's we're going to bring a lot of fun to what can sometimes be kind of stuffy, you know, team roping. Shoot, I've been doing it forever. It's uh, it can be kind of stuffy, you know, a little bit uptight. And uh, we don't, we don't do that, you know, in our pen, we run it, we run it well, but it's also going to be a lot of fun. And, we always joke, but it's really the truth. Uh, the number one rule of goat roping is don't act like a team roper. You know, this is in a team roping pen. This is, you know, there's kids and women and all sorts of people standing around, you know, act right. Let's have some fun, you know. If you have a question about your flag, have a question about it, you know. Don't just act like that guy, you know, and all that jazz. Uh, we even have <laughs> – <guy>. <laughs> You know that guy. We all know that guy. Don't be that guy. Come on. We're having fun here. Um, We actually have a whiner wig. Yeah, we'll Hmm. make you wear the whiner wig if you're going to whine. So, you know, it's uh, (laughs) it's been a lot of fun getting to make our own rules, you know, through this deal. It it really has been. So we get to, I I don't know, we get to do it different. 
I guess is what I'm trying to say. Can you imagine if you guys did the wire wig uh, at traditional team opening? <laughs> oh, my gosh. They would rebel. They would riot. No way can oh, you I, get away with that at a real team roping. <laughs> I was just going to say you'd have to bring an entire semi-truck full of wigs. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. Well, that's for sure. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. I've seen it all. Oh, gosh. There, There's a lot of... Uh, there's a lot of ego flying around sometimes, and it's understandable. You know, it's competition. If you're an athlete and you're a competitor, you're going to be passionate, you know, about roping. You know, I love team roping. I love watching it. I love a fast run. So I get it. You know, I understand the emotion involved, but we just got to, you know, keep it checked for the goat roping. You can do that when you're at a team roping and you can ride over to your trailer and act however you want to. You know, at this deal, you're standing about 20 feet away from me. So, man, maybe not act like that. I'd appreciate it, you know. So, you know, you get a bad run. I'm sorry, but we don't want to all hear it. <laughs> oh, I, like I can hear the teardrops hitting the ground already from some folks. <laughs> oh, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Well, I might also add, so, you know, of course, NFR does also, you know, tough enough to wear pink and the veterans night and things like that. Um, we'll also be doing the same, you know, over at our goat pen. Um, we will definitely follow those days, but we do, we're also going to add another couple of days. Uh, one, of course, being for the Children's Miracle Network uh, on behalf of our sweet Brindley, a little bit. And then our final day on Saturday, I haven't mentioned this yet, but our charity that we've always been involved with from day one has been for missing and murdered indigenous women. And it's a movement that it's unfortunate there has to be one. However, it's one that we're real passionate about. And I have several friends up around Gallup and, uh, Y'all know who you are. I love you guys. And um, anyway, it's it's something I've kind of gotten involved in in the last couple of years. And so we really want to make every effort for that last day to really go to the charity that we've been most pa passionate about from day one. You know, it, it's atrocious what happens to not just the women, but Native people, you know, as a whole and uh, all the kidnapping and murdering. You know, it's uh, no good. No good. And so we try to stand up for that as well. And that's going to be our, our last focus while we're up there is going to be for them. And so a proceed of our or a bit part of our proceeds is going to go to benefiting them. And then, of course, the other charities that I mentioned as well. Um, we don't have a, the actual organizations nailed down yet. Again, we're still planning this. We've had three weeks to plan this, by the way, from, you know, wow. point of planning till now. And so this is absurd what we're trying to do, number one, but um, we've had no time. And so there's still some small details that we're still, you know, kind of getting nailed down and, and whatnot. Um, but yeah, you know, when, when the occasion, occasion rises, you rise with it and that's where we're at. But, but yeah, that's some of the fun stuff we're going to get to do. I love that we get to give back. Um, that's a huge focus for us. And, you know, um, I'm tickled that we get to actually be able to, to give any amount that actually makes a difference. And so we're looking forward to that big time. I mean, this whole thing you guys are doing, giving back your stock contractor, your route, the purse, the payout, the saddles, the buckles. I mean, it's just, it's awesome.
going to take a break from the goat pen for just a second, but when we come back, something very special for all you cowgirls out there. kind of off the record is that the one you're talking about or something else yep okay so december 7th and i believe that coincides with tough enough to wear pink um i'm again we are planning this as we go here and so i'd have to check that date and of course we'll have all this on our facebook you know and all of that as well but um that particular night that's when we do the 80s and it'll be for the girls you know come in your best 80s rodeo fashion and show us what you got Get in there, rope a goat. If you're a woman and, you know, you hit in those, you know, prize points, you know, and, and you get to win some money, we'll sweeten the pot. And anyway, that'll be that'll be a lot of fun to do. I think what we'll do, we always, for our women's roping, we, uh, we usually do big gift bags. That it'll have everything from nail polish to a bottle of wine and a people magazine. And I mean, just all the stuff a girl wants, you know, and anyway, we do that. We have a lot of fun with it, uh, putting that kind of thing together. You know, we'll also have merchandise during that week. And so you'll definitely get some swag out of the deal and all that. And anyway, we put together some fun stuff for the girls. We are the girls. We can build a cool gift basket. So Anyway, that's probably what we'll we'll do for them because that'll be fun to put together up in Fort Worth. You know, there's so many cool shops up there and stuff that we can go get some neat stuff, you know. And out here in Alpine, you know, I've got the dollar store. So, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it'll be fun to go up there and put that together for them. Well, it sounds like to me you're kind of throwing down the gauntlet for the breakaway ropers. Oh, get so. there, girls. You know, I've been hearing rumors. I've been hearing rumors I mean, that they're talking about it, and I want them there. <laughs> I mean, you're you're going to be right there in in the in the backyard of Breakaway. I'd like to see these girls show up and show out and 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 break that I arena record. I and, can't uh, wait. I know they've got it. I know they have the juice. You know, those girls. This is what they do, and I can't wait to see who turns up. Um, this is such a huge year. Breakaway at the NFR. Are you kidding? This is awesome. And so we're tickled. This is this is great. I, I'm ready to get them over there. So I hope so. Y'all come over. Come on, girls. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely going to be awesome. Um, random question, uh, and I don't want to add to your uh, – I'm sure it is a mountain of things to do planning this. I mean, you're about a week and a half, two weeks out. <laughs> Um, oh yeah. Is is there a way, or have you guys even discussed this or thought of this? Is there a way for anyone to possibly live stream or view your roping? So we have that in the works. Actually, uh, we okay. brought in a really cool chick named Lauren, 
who has just, oh my gosh, we told her about the project and it's like it set her on fire. She has been, oh my gosh, left and right, pulling in different sponsors and, you know, hey, what if we did this, that, you know, and we love collaboration with different people outside of, you know, our own perspective, you know, and she's been great. She is actually going to set all of that up. And we don't know specifically how it's all going to work yet. You know, we're kind of getting it still put together, but she has all of the equipment and whatnot to, you know, really get some good feed and good lighting. We definitely want to interview our winners, contestants, you know, things of that nature. We'll have one of those fancy banners behind you, like you're at the Grammys or something. (laughs) So, yeah, we will have a way to do all of that. Um, I'll know a little bit more about that as we get closer because, yeah, that is not my territory, uh, not normally. And so I'll learn a little bit more, but I'll let everybody know, and we'll definitely be doing some live feed and, and whatnot. So, yeah, be looking for that. Uh, West Texas Chivo Chasers is our name on Facebook and Instagram. It's the same on both. And so that's where we would keep all those updates, things like that. Um, and anybody wanting to pre-enter, too. Man, you know, with only 200 teams running a day, if we've got enough people coming over there wanting to enter, well, I might would suggest going ahead and pre-entering, you know. And I'm hoping that's the case. Uh, you know, you never really know till you go to something like this. This hadn't been done before. And so, you know, we'd love to see them get filled up every day, all the, you know, team slots. Um, but, yeah, I would definitely recommend pre-entering with us, you know. Uh, that would probably streamline it for you. You can actually not have to show up till the rope starts, you know, go get some brunch or something. So, <laughs> I mean, capping it at 200 teams, um, yep. yeah, I, w- I, would encur- I would encourage everyone just go yep. go ahead and start writing checks now because I think the books are going to fill up very, very quickly for this one. I sure hope so. You know, that's actually kind of a minimum that we see at most of our team ropens, and this is a completely different stage. And so, uh, yeah, I fully expect for that to fill up. Now, we are, whoo, we're crossing our fingers and praying about the weather, and, you know, we are covered, but, ooh, you know what it's like up there in DFW. So we're just, you know, keeping our fingers crossed on that. Um, I'm hoping that doesn't interfere on any of our days and, uh, yeah, but we'll keep people updated on what's going on if, unfortunately, that happens. But whew, keep the fingers crossed. That's all I can say, you know. Sometimes we go on a wing and a prayer. So here we are. Oh, I, I wouldn't worry about the weather. I mean, I, I'm i thinking back to um, the first American. You know, that the, the week leading up to the first American, it was gorgeous. Out. I mean, it was beautiful springtime weather. <laughs> and then the night before, like, and I'm kind of throwing myself under the bus here, but I remember leaving the bar thinking, damn, it got cold very quickly. And <laughs> what happened? Stum- stumbled to the hotel, you know, for a few hours sleep and a shower and some fresh <laughs> coffee and walk outside and it's like, uh, there's ice on the windshield. Holy crap. And <laughs> get to the venue and the, the group I was with, we kind of had, VIP access, so to speak, and whatnot, and, you know, we were allowed to use this door and that elevator and whatnot, and we were able to park, I mean, basically right there in the fan zone, and we actually stayed at the Sheridan right there next to it. It would have been faster to have walked in the sleep than to drive Mm -hmm. up there, 
And all I could think as we were going in, just looking around at the crowd coming in, is it just kind of makes your heart swell and the hair on the back of your neck stand up. You're like, this is why I love rodeo people. This is why I love ranch people. This is why the Western lifestyle is the best. Because, I mean, that that's the kind of weather that for any other pro sports venue, a lot of fans would have been like, sure, I'm not going. I don't care if it is indoors. I'm not getting out in this weather. And you walk in there, and damn near every seat in the house is full. So I pray the weather's Absolutely. on your guys' side. Mm-hmm. But either way, this is going to be a, a one-of-a-kind, period. So if it rains, it rains. If it snows, it snows. But I don't think you guys but are going to have a problem getting That's right. <laughs> that, that should be everybody's motto. Doesn't, doesn't matter the weather, we're going to rope. So. But we will be roping. Yes, sir. We will. I'm, man, I'm just pumped we can cover it, you know. It's a big old awning. Yeah, any of you guys want to volunteer to come help us set that thing up? Woo-hoo. It's big. <laughs> <laughs> We're accepting volunteers. <laughs> uh, oh, my goodness. I'll, uh, we'll put the word out to our fans and followers, but uh, <laughs> most of them are probably just going to show up to, to, to scream, take my money. I mean, you know, ten thousand dollar purse, buckles, and, and yep. a saddle for a hundred bucks. Like you can't beat that, especially when you I don't agree. have to haul. I agree. That's yep. just so yeah, overall. You didn't have to haul cool horse. Yep. I agree. I agree. I'm glad you see it our way, because man, I think it's going to be a great week. And if you're not sure, just drink one more. She'll look better, I swear. Gonna take a quick break here. If you want to, go grab your beer or go make sure you turn the water off to the stock tank and uh, we'll get back after it here in just a second. Oh, okay, sorry. I think there's definitely oh, a delay here. <laughs> um, Good old West Texas service. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. We're just lucky to have it today. Sometimes AT&T just drops out, but uh, it'll make you <laughs> thankful for it. But it, it, we get a little reminder of our blessings from time to time by them taking it away. But anyway, uh, no, we'll have also River Ranch Stockyards. They've been so cool through all of this. You know, they could have told us no and said, all right, what the heck is goat roping? You know, it's tough to explain yourself to some people. But, uh, no, they've been on board from, you know, day one, and they're going to have a food truck set up, and they'll be cranking out brisket, and they also have a bar set up and all of that. There's good restrooms for us to use, you know, things like that. Uh, we even have a sponsor from here in Alpine, Out West Feed and Supply, Miss Kim, Mr. Justin. Uh, they actually have one of those real cool little Airstream boutiques that, you know, people are hauling now, and they'll be set up. So we have some fun stuff going around it, too, that uh, hopefully we can, you know, get some good good crowd out there, you know, get people milling around. You know, there's more to do, and we've, we're just adding to the list. I know it's funny. I saw a lady had shared it this last week. Girl, you know who you are, but she had shared it and said, all right, we have something to drop our husbands off at while we go to Cowboy Christmas. And so <laughs> I think we're going to be like – team roping babysitters, you know, like <laughs> so that the girls can go shop and 
which is hilarious that I, I that actually might be the very truth. <laughs> I mean, that's actually a very, very smart shopping tactic. I know if I get drugged into a large crowd or whatnot, and all I see is credit card receipts, but hey, mm-hmm. over here for a hundred bucks and a piece of string, and by the way, there's beer <laughs> 50 feet away, I'm good. I don't have to walk any further. Yeah, and... And, you know, we'll be done in, you know, about two, two and a half hours. That's about how long it takes us to run something like that. Maybe a little bit longer. And anyway, but, uh, yeah, we'll get them out of there before your dinner reservations and all that jazz. And so <laughs> I think the girls are pumped. <laughs> That's too funny. <laughs> it's, it has been very funny seeing their reactions to it all. Well, we're super excited. I, I think what you guys are doing is just yeah, – this is the bee's knees. Um, I mean, you know, it's it's the first ever. It's a great purse. You know, sometimes when somebody takes a step out and tries something like this, a first ever, you know, from a contestant point of view, spectator point of view, you're like, ah, that's not the best. That's not the worst. And, and you have to be understanding that, you know, this could be a one-off. Mm-hmm. So do you mm-hmm. choose to spend money there or not? But the fact that you guys are – unintended coming out of the shoot swinging is just awesome. <laughs> well, mean, goat big or goat home. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like you guys need to copyright uh, that. The puns. Oh, oh, yeah. the all, puns. <laughs> all the puns are on this one. Yeah, yeah. Well, I promise one you quick ever, question. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, you, you've goat to be kidding me. Um Oh man, that's a number one. <laughs> oh, I bet. I my I would I want to come to one of your guys' productions just so when I missed or crossfire, whatever happens, I can just feel like you goat to be kidding me. But I'm sure you guys probably get that's tired exactly of that. Right. Yeah, yeah. Oh no. Is, Bring it on. Bring it on. <laughs> is the uh the gal Lauren you were talking about that's working on the live streaming deal? Uh is she the gal that put us in touch? Yes, that, yes, that's that the very one. Yes. Okay. I just, yes, that's just exactly want, just, who I'm talking about. Yeah. Okay, I, well, I just wanted to double check and, and kind of give Lauren a uh, a thank you for putting us in touch because we, Absolutely. Um, not not that we have anything to do with this, but uh, it is a privilege and an honor to be even kind of tied to it um, and, and hopefully get you guys some contestants and, and a little bit of exposure. So, Likewise, uh, man. Big... Likewise. Well, it's uh, it's definitely a nifty deal you, you gals are doing, and I see it just getting bigger and better. And and I would say, you know, December thirteenth, after you get done sleeping in, you can go ahead and open your notepad and and start getting ready for Goat Cup twenty twenty one. I'll tell you what, before I open that book, we're gonna have an epic Sunday fun day when this is all said and done. I, you know, we don't drink doing our work. We don't, we don't do the party thing. We throw the party, you know, it's professional, all that. But I'm going to tell you one thing on Sunday, that Sunday fun day. Yeah, I'm going to do that before I open up that book and get to work again. I think I'll have earned it. (laughs) Well, I I tell you what, uh, when this thing is as a big success as I'm sure it's going to be, we will see you guys for the Sunday fun day. Don't know, don't know what day we're going to be there to rope, but we'll be there for the, mm-hmm. the Sunday fun day. And I would ask if you're going to barbecue, but that's kind of 
what's a little mean with the goats lingering around? You know, it is what it is. We've taken them to Barbado cook-offs before, so, you know, they've just kind of had to get used to it. <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, Goat is funny. delicious when done well. <laughs> oh, it is. That's so, any... oh, oh, yeah. Mm. Man, I'm getting hungry thinking about so, it. So, yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. I've got a buddy just down the road that is the best goat cook. He's my favorite. But so I might. So I got to give you the cherry on top. You know, I've been holding on you the oh. whole time. I uh, I've been more? holding out. Oh yeah, there's more. I know. Just when you think you've heard it all, there is an honest to goodness documentary being filmed about us currently. Uh, it's being filmed by a gentleman named Scott Schley. You can find him on Instagram. His handle is some guy in Texas. We met him last year at the Midland County Fair. He interviewed us. We gave him the whole spiel, you know, the whole kit and caboodle. And he came back a couple hours later and said, I'm in. Can I make a documentary? And we got to do a little filming this last year, but then COVID hit. And so this year we haven't been able to do as much, but you best believe he is going to be at our goat roping. And so, I mean, this is huge. And really the story, wow, our our whole story beginning to end, you know, losing our partner and everything with COVID and, you know, the whole thing from beginning to end, he's, he's covering it and he's telling our story for us. And we're tickled to get to rope with him. And he actually will rope as well, you know, when he gets there. It's great. And he's a great sport, and he's, oh, I feel for him, you know, hanging in with this group. You know, we, it's not <laughs> for the faint of heart what we do. And so, uh, but, yeah, we have an actual documentary being filmed while we are in Fort Worth. And so you come and rope a go with us, we'll make you famous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I mean, you guys, I mean, y'all are literally making history. I sure hope so. I mean, I hope my granddaughters someday have some really cool things to say. That's for sure. <laughs> I mean, they'll they'll be able to be sitting there with Brindley and be retelling the story at Goat Cup 2050 about the first oh. year right there in the stockyard, how Grandma started it all. Yep. Oh, man, I'd give anything to see it happen, you know. Um Oh, there's so many, so many plans. I'm not going to give you all my ideas right now, but, oh, if you ever <laughs> want to sit down and drink a couple of beers with the Chivo Chasers, uh, oh, ideas galore. The events we want to put on, the different silly things that we want to do, and, you know, the places we want to go, and, you know, every single one of them is something no one's done before, and we kind of thrive on that. We we get a giggle out of this and you know somebody will come up with a funny name for a roping and we'll try to put that roping on you know go cup there you go there's a prime example and anyway but uh yeah the ideas we have y'all hang in there with us because we have years uh, to do this and we're pumped we're so excited we have so many things we want to bring to the people and I feel like this year my goodness, we'll meet the right people, I'm hoping, and, and get those things put together because the idea is y'all are going to love them. Everybody will want to come to it, you know. So hang in there with us. We'll uh, we'll keep you updated. Well, throwing back to the documentary deal, um, I was <laughs> uh, 
in communications with another gentleman and company that does documentary type stuff on cowboys, ranching, mm-hmm. et cetera. And off the record, he and I were just kind of, you know, making fun of cowboys because that's what we do. Um, we all poke <laughs> fun of ourselves. That's, I mean, that's, you know, when I was younger and, and first had exposure to roping, so to speak, I mean, I would have loved to have been able to come up roping goats instead. It's like, hey, here's a 16-year-old bay. He only bucks once every 12 runs, and we can't remember if you're getting <laughs> on him on number 11 or not. But it's a super soft rope, real sloppy steer. Like, he's going to stop running. <laughs> and I remember that Good first. Luck. Like, my first, my first out, I was like, this is how I meet Jesus. Like, I just, I saw the wreck in my mind. The horse is going to stumble, and he's going to barrel roll over me. Then the steer's going to kick me in the head, and this is how I die. Um, luckily, that hasn't happened yet. But in in visiting with this, this cowboy producer, uh, filmography guy, we were snowballing ideas about uh, how far the Western world and rodeo has come as a sport and back to tying into thanks to technology, Facebook, TikTok, all that good stuff. And he and I were brainstorming an idea for an event. He's looked into it. It's never been done before. It will, I mean, I'm not going to say it's going to be on the level of the American because we obviously don't own a TV company. But mm-hmm. it is an event that will pin egos, horsemanship, roping across the nation possibly internationally and we already came up with a name for it and as soon as we said the name we're like okay what now he's like well i guess we need to get a venue (laughs) in all those talks (laughs) that's where it starts well i suggested to him i said you know um because as i was telling you earlier off the record kind of it's been on my mind to see goat roping grow because it is, I don't want to say easier because I know it's hard work. I mean, any production is. But you take away 250 horse trailers, it lightens yep. the workload to an extent. And that's mm-hmm. what he and I were talking about is I was like, you know, it kind of blows my mind in a way. As much as team roping is growing, why why shouldn't goat roping grow at the same rate? Oh, because yeah, and it is. It mm-hmm. should go hand in hand. Well, not I mean, the same. It should be, but, yeah. Well, but yeah. you know, I mean, you, I mean, how many times have you been to a team roping and so and so brings the whole family, but only he or her or both of them rope, and the kids are just, you know, they rope the dummy. Don't get me wrong, but they're, they're roping the dummy. That's what they're doing. <laughs> exactly. So next logical step, goat roping. Yep. So. Definitely will follow up and stay in touch with you guys because um, we're actually wanting to do this event in the West Texas area um, for lots of reasons. But, uh, yeah, it's it's a good one. So Awesome. We're, we're definitely going awesome. to keep in touch. Um, but, yeah, once oh, again, yeah. to you recap. Know, we've nailed down the production aspect. You know, that's what we've done over the last couple of years. I'm not saying we have it perfect. But the production aspect of it, heck yeah, we got you, bud. Well, I mean, there's no such thing as a perfect production, but if Mm-mm. everybody that's entered has a good time and there's good payback, good prizes, and the stock's taken care of and the facilities are great, uh, that's as close to perfect as you can have. I mean, not everybody that's can success. win. 
not every out can be smooth, clean, fast, whatever. I mean, that's, that's the nature of the beast. So, right. But, well, we are excited well, we for you guys. Yep. Oh yeah. Thank we're, you. We're, we're definitely excited <laughs> for you guys and uh, definitely appreciative and grateful for the opportunity to talk to you about this. We want to see it blow up, get big. I mean, we're all about whatever we can do to promote the Western lifestyle. And I think you guys are doing a phenomenal job of it. Thank so. you so much. I can't wait to get you out there, get you roping goats with us. Uh, it'll make you feel like you're back home again, that kind of deal. So yeah, come out and rope a goat with us. We have a lot of fun I, with it. So. I don't know. It sounds like you guys and your goat roping are a little more professional than what I know back home. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah. We'll uh, we'll definitely challenge you. You know, we'll definitely uh, challenge you. We we aim to challenge people. You know, we like seeing a good fast run. So yeah, bring it on. Bring it on. Start roping that dummy. <laughs> Well, uh, Casey, it has been a pleasure. And, again, uh, we would like to encourage everyone to follow you guys on Facebook and Instagram at West Texas Chivo Chaser. Um, For anybody wondering what that random weird word that you want to pronounce as Chavo, (laughs) it's just Spanish for goat. But that's when Lauren. Lauren, uh, (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, when Lauren contacted me, um, you know, my Spanish is hit or miss sometimes. And I was reading the name. And I was like, I know that word. I know that word. I know that word. Don't do it. Don't Google it. Don't Google it. And as soon as I Googled it, I was like, you idiot. You knew that was a goat. <laughs> you knew so, that. You knew it. Yeah. Well, All man, right, it's Casey. been a blast. You know, I haven't done a lot of interviews like this before. And, you know, uh, thank you. Thank you for giving us a chance to kind of tell our story. And we appreciate that we have a platform to do that on. Thank you for putting together Don't Be a Gunful and all this. Um, let's uh, let's hope that uh, we get out there and we don't act like gunfuls. Let's uh, hope for that. So, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's our motto every day is don't be a gunful. <laughs> Just don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> right. It just well, I've had a blast talking to you, man. <laughs> yes, ma'am. We we greatly appreciate it, and uh, we'll we'll keep in touch, and and can't wait to see what the future holds for you guys. Thank you so much, and you know, just just always remember, this ain't your daddy's rope, and this is your mama's. But I'm scared of living too fast, too slow Regret, remorse, hold on No, no, I gotta go There's no starting over, no new beginnings Time raises all Just gotta keep on keeping on Gotta keep on going Looking straight out on the road Can't worry about what's behind you What's coming for you Further up the road Try not to hold on to what is gone I try to do right what is wrong I try to keep on keeping on Yeah, I just keep on keeping on I hear a voice call Calling out for me These shackles I made in an attempt To be free Be 
Please.